Welcome in, Fogelberg Confidentials. My name's Nick. Welcome to our Week 10 pod. Let me introduce my co-host, lovely man, Zach Penny. Zach. <gasps> hey. Hi, Nick. How are you? How are you? I'm, I'm well. Great. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm, I'm coming off a great week, relatively. Not beat super Gino. great, but I did beat Gino, and that was a surprise, to be honest. So I'm feeling <laughs> hey, pretty good. Hey, somebody has to win each week, Zach. Don't you know, worry. That's fair. Um, but, Nick... Guess what? We uh, have I, a special guest. Special guest, Matt. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Happy Good. to be here. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Yes. Last year, or whenever I was supposed to come on last, I think I was also sick or busy, so I didn't get a mm-hmm. chance to come. So, even though I'm again sick, uh, I made it a very good man very big priority for the day to make sure that i make it here so Aww. thanks for inviting me happy to be here happy to be part of the league matt, thanks, matt. we couldn't do this without you such <laughs> what a guy honestly love to have you and and don't worry we've only been doing this for a year so yeah this is our second Plenty time I yeah i think i remember at some point last season you guys had invited me on and like very last minute i think i had to end up canceling yeah. so and we were figuring it out to too re-invite. you know so it's yeah. okay it's it's a lot to process. I get it. It's just there's always there's it's it's fine. It's okay. I'd hold no bear, no no will ill, no ill will, no nothing. So. I'm beyond ecstatic. We have you now, yeah. Matt. Thank you, thank you both. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Nick. Why always you... good to have a former champion on the uh, podcast. Ooh. 2016, baby. Wow. Uh, what? This is a championship pod, then. This is. Have we all won a championship? Yeah. We have. Yeah, wow. I, was, I was 2016. Uh, uh, you Zach, beat me, you, Matt. What, two years ago? I think I, I two I, years I ago. I remember. It was a fun year. Nice. Mm-hmm. It was okay. Yeah, wow. Could have been a better year. <laughs> wow. Yikes. <laughs> and then, yeah, I won last year. Zach, we're the last two winners. No shit. Yeah. That's crazy. Hmm. Yeah. Time flies, Hey, man. Matt. Matt. Hey, Sorry I beat hey. you last week. Yeah. Yeah. Tough, uh, tough loss. Uh, truly thought... Uh, Duvernay was going to do anything besides Nothing. plus one point. Um, yeah, I, I mean, that could have been you. so much closer of a matchup. If he had the 18 points that he had the previous week, I think that's a win in my book. But, Ooh. again, it's okay. I, I don't take that to heart. Uh, there's a lot of season left, and I think I think my team is in a good spot. I think um, record-wise I'm in a good spot. So, still confident yeah. moving forward. Just just really, truly a tough, tough loss. I thought I was going to steal that. Yeah, you. I mean, I, I think you'll make playoffs. I think you're on the like the the best six teams in the league. But without Fields, like Fields won me the matchup. He put up fifty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was that. I I had guys on by, which obviously isn't an excuse. But um, yeah, I it, it truly was just unfortunate that Duvernay decided to just not play. I guess um, I thought that was kind of a weird choice on his part. But um, yeah, if I had Christian McCaffrey, that may have been a different story. Um. I think James Conner did his job, you know, coming back from injury and putting up points. But, you know, say I had James Conner and flex with CMC at, you know, RB1, I probably would have been fine. But, and that also took an especially weak week um, from uh, guys like, you know, Higby, I don't even think scored. I, I don't know about that. Otto Foreman, who has been playing very well, was, you know, the by factor of, you know, bad, bad matchup on their part. You know, Panthers played poorly so he did and so again it was one of those things where Tyreek played well enough Burrow played well enough I thought I had the chance but it's all right I'm coming out this week uh you know hopefully coming out uh looking for a dub so we'll, we'll see how it goes 
Damn. Yeah, Matt G's. It was a good matchup. And uh, yeah, you still scored. Like, you would have beat, what, half the teams just about? Pretty much. I, I would have beat a, a fair amount of teams. Yeah, yeah but that, you would have done well in another week. That's something you ever want to base off of. No. You know. True, true, but. I mean, still yeah. solid outing. Yeah, if you want to, if you yeah. want to blame yeah, the shit commission Frank for a poor scheduling, <laughs> then you know, by all means, go for it. We're we're pretty good at it, so. Yeah. There's definitely it. been some scheduling problems this year. Yeah, we all yeah. know what we're talking about, Fucking Frank. God damn it. Yeah, I mean that that was a. I mean, we'll we'll get into it later, mm. I'm sure. But mm. I, I got some notes for some of the matchups. Shit commission. Shit commission listens to the pod. Sup, yeah. shit commission. Yeah, go fuck yourself, buddy. Hi, Francis. <gasps> Francis, such a cute name. Yeah, it's um, the only name I call him. I, I don't really call him Frank. It's it's. Yeah, I get it. It makes sense. <laughs> um. Well. Uh. I'm surprised that. Uh. You know. Look. I. I, I knew Justin Fields was going to be a great fantasy option. I. I was kind of worried when he didn't have the explosive beginning season. But uh, Nick, great pickup. Yeah, great he's really pickup. come on. So that's, that's unfortunate. Very unfortunate, and I think his, his strength of schedule for the rest of the year is looking great for a fantasy option. So, I mean, I yeah. like Jalen Hurts. If you don't, I'll take it. I do. I'll take I do him too. For you. But I mean, I think we all kind of expected Jalen Hurts to do more than Justin Fields in a way. At least I did. Yeah. So I think the the Philly or the Phillies the um, you know the, <laughs> still on the World the Series Eagles, train, huh? <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Baseball was last week. This is this a, week. Yeah, yeah, the Eagles set themselves up really well for success this yeah. year. And coming into the season, like especially early in the season, I thought Chicago was one of the worst, like two and one teams in yeah. the league. And yeah. then they started losing a lot, and I was like, okay, this was to be expected. But then, you know, Fields just did a one eighty, and I mean, I feel like he's really recovered nicely. I think Claypool, even though I don't know if he's had any big stack games since coming back, I think draws a lot of pressure off other players in the offense, and obviously that showed. You know, Justin Fields rushed for, what, like 180 yards or something like that. I mean, yeah. he barely even passed, but, yeah. you know, it, it's just stuff like that is always going to be, you know, to the benefit of a guy like Justin Fields. So, yeah, yeah great, great pickup. Um, I think that was very – I mean, I, I, I'm not going to go as far as to say, like, a league-winning move or anything, Ooh. but it was definitely, like, to Ooh. your benefit, like, very, very yeah. good pick on your part. Yeah, that definitely helps. And, like, I do think the Bears are actually really terrible, too. Like, they have not helped outfields. No. Like, Chase Claypool and Darnell Mooney, like, okay, but not great. And the They're literally identical. Too. They traded away two of their best defensive players, the pass yeah. rushers, Robert Quinn yeah. and uh, Rokon Smith. Which is so, so, so stupid. I think it's more like addition by subtraction. You know, you mm. saw that with the Panthers, too. They trade away cmc and then the the guy that was really good on their defense i don't know why i'm blanking on his name but yeah they traded away a couple good players and all of a sudden they come out and win what two in a row they beat brady and then they beat somebody else and then um True. you know obviously they got they got rolled last week but you know yeah. I, I i just thought it was cool to see yeah. you know you didn't think they would be as successful as they are especially with like pj walker like dude what what the fuck e- is dude pj but, is great don't doubt my yeah. man well he got benched Oh, well, whatever. Uh, he was fun. Yeah. He was going to be the XFL MVP. He, he was, was killing it. St. Louis Was he on the St. Louis Battlehawks or was he on the uh I think he was on he I can't remember what team he was on, but I I wish the XFL was I, still I saw him play. Mm. I, I I remember rooting for him because I I remember him being kind of like a big name in the XFL, yeah. but I don't I don't remember anything beyond like, oh wow, PJ Walker like he looks like a guy to follow and that yeah. that's really all I remember. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Sidebar. So, yeah. Oh, sidebar. Speaking of XFL, Ooh. 
I this is gonna get on a tangent really quickly, but since we brought up the XFL, I did anybody even watch the AFL or the the USFL? Sorry, the USFL during the like spring earlier no. this year. No, nobody cared no. about it. No, all right, never mind. Oh, no, sorry. Oh, uh, well, really you guys missed out on good football or summer uh, league, I guess it technically was, but they should merge with the XFL, USFL, XFL merger. Feeder league for the That'd NFL. Be cool. That'd be pretty cool. A Anyways, feeder league is needed. I think that I would think be great. So. I, I'm wholeheartedly for the idea, just to mix it up, of like the NFL, the worst team in the NFL goes down to one of those bottom leagues and has to climb their way back up, kind of like a um, – isn't that what they do in major – or like a, in the Euro leagues of soccer? I feel like that's – I don't know. Maybe uh, I'm going I mean, way too up the deep end at this point, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. It's, it's all good. I, I like tangents. Okay, They've good. I'm glad. All right. Yeah. Well, anyways, let's just jump back into fantasy football and uh, go over my matchup with Gino yeah. here because uh, the conversation with Jalen Hurts, and Jalen Hurts pretty good, even though he had an average week, but uh, so did Kyler Murray. So I will I will take that because Kyler Murray can, as as uh, tied up in Call of Duty as he is, he's still a very dangerous <laughs> fantasy option. Um, I'm surprised that Kenyon Drake popped off. He he was looking pretty. pretty oh yeah. man, he was just kind of like, eh, you know, I'm I'm here, I'm around, and then all of a sudden in the second half of that game just Held went it. off. Um, outscored Derrick Henry just a little bit. Um, twenty three point nine to twenty three point five, so not too bad there. Um, poor Deion Jackson. Gino had put a lot of faith in him to do something on the Colts ah, offense, and nada, yeah. zip zilch. Um, Tyler Algier is looking pretty decent. Gabe Davis, I, I'm, oh, I'm nervous. We're getting into the, the Gabe Davis slump, and uh, he has yeah. not done much for me recently. Um, yeah, rightfully so. Dude, Jay Jetta though, finally scoring touchdowns. You got a Minnesota um, stack now. I did, dude. Well, I yeah, I did at the at the yeah for for this week. It 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 was a, a one well, week from stack. now on. No, uh, things get. I, I changed a little bit for next week. Yeah, I you don't like each. Um, no, not not right now. I I'll, they're playing Buffalo. I don't want to risk looking that. Looking for a home? Yeah. Um, n- no. Okay. Well, okay. I mean, look. No. I love my T.J. Hawkinson. I can't just dip on him. He I he stuck around and he's been as much as I my side piece David Njoku was great. Um, T.J. Hawkinson is 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 the guy. He's he's just the guy. And I, I trust good. him. Um, I think he's still going to be a solid option for them because clearly, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I just I, I feel like there's some trouble getting JJ out of the ball. He's clearly being double covered pretty much every game. And TJ is going to slip into the end zone and be wide open because they just can't cover that big of a tight end. So I think he's going to he's a pretty sneaky target. Um, So I don't know. You I think. You say they're having a hard time getting him the ball, but he's had like well hundred okay. or better in four of the last five weeks. Yeah, and the last I, one was ninety eight yards. So I mean more in like the end zone. Clearly, he's had some end zone uh, struggles, okay. and so there he's going to be double covered in the end zone, and TJ is going to be wide open. So it's like I, I have no problem sticking um sticking with that that going Fair. forward. Um, Fair enough. So, anyways, I mean, he's not he's he's not Travis Kelsey though, because clearly Travis Kelsey's Travis Kelsey. Um, I'm oh, I'm yeah. getting pretty scared about Devonte Smith. I, like, I I feel like Jalen Hurts forgot he even existed. He's got a Heisman 
winning wide receiver just sitting there running post routes every single play and getting no action whatsoever except for maybe a couple of catches in a game. It's kind of scary. I mean, just these past few weeks, though. I, I know. Past the bye week, it's been scary. But, I mean, he's had very, very solid games for, like, a flex player. But, I mean, not, not like, wide receiver, too, but, like, flex player, definitely, I think. Right. Well, the 200-yard game's coming. Like, he it's can coming. do that. It's going yeah, to uh, hit. It's, you don't know when you're going to get it. Sucks no. he hasn't been consistent, but it seems like it's coming. He's good. Yeah. But, yeah. so, well, I'll get to it in a second, but going up through kickers, defense, defensive players, they all did pretty well. My, uh, um, I mean, Jordan Hicks, cool. That was a good pickup on my part. I'll pat myself on the back for that. Decent, decent stats. Really love Minnesota. Ah, they're, they're a great yeah. team. Um, but I'm, yeah, uh, looking pretty good. The, okay, so the reason why I'm so, I'm so iffy on, on Devontae is because, I kind of like me some Pickens, and I kind of want to yeah. start George Pickens in my flex, but then I lose out on the Devontae Smith stack because I'm not going to – I mean, I could potentially take out Gabe Davis because Gabe Davis also really ha- – he's like a – he's going to hit or he's not. And I don't know who I want to ride with. It's kind of one of those situations where how much – who like matchup by matchup, I guess, and I, again, I really want to put Pickens in, but – I don't know, man. It's my wide receivers are just so either boom or bust or Jay Jetta just carries the whole team basically. So yeah, it's, it's weird. It's very wacky. So and I, so you actually kind of have like Jay Jetta, obviously Justin Jefferson, sure. super like probably the number one receiver in the NFL. Yep. Um, but all your other guys are kind of like boomer bust, deep yeah. threat, catch seventy yard bombs type dudes, and sure. Pickens is kind of that too. Well, I don't know, Pierce is maybe a little different, but he's a, on his own he's little thing. Yeah, Pickens actually whole... might get starting consideration is more yeah. what it is, and yeah. he's also running go routes a ton. They did get mm-hmm. rid of Chase Claypool, so that might open some things up. But sure. they like him deep. Yeah, I don't know. It's a very, it's a messy situation, but I think when it works, my team's got high scoring potential it's just it's yeah it's gotta hit and it finally did against gino sorry buddy enjoy being yeah. two and seven especially in, in a matchup like that like gino really needed to come out and win that game yep gino would have won against almost anybody in the league which obviously this is the story of his season like very very solid team top top league yeah or top half of the league in scoring but by far you know just getting dumped on for points again so like that's just Constant. you know just yeah, sad. Tough, tough to uh, get around that. I feel like, so then, bad. Sorry, just to just to interject about the wide receiver situation. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, benching benching Davis, moving Pickens to wide receiver two, and putting Devonta Smith in mm-hmm. flex does seem like a good idea. Uh, yeah. That's just like my two cents, but ju- okay. just consider it. I, you know, I mean, just, I'm considering just all avenues here. You know, we're yeah. you know, it's, I like it's, Gabe. Though. I do too. It's so I mean, fun to watch him play. I mean, he's just like first either half of the season great. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you know what? It might not be a bad call, Matt, because Josh Allen's got kind of a bum elbow. If you guys saw that, so that actually did. could really uh, hamper. I'm like, actually off-end. really counting on that being a big thing moving forward. So, <laughs> uh, as a Pats fan, or Ooh. no, just just more as like a guy that plays Josh Allen a shocking amount through all my leagues. I don't know why I keep having to play this fucker, but yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's just too good. It, it's just I I know I'm playing him in, in at least two leagues this week. I think so. It's mm-hmm. like. You know, I I would prefer an injured Josh Allen to yeah. you know a, a healthy Josh Allen slinging 
you know, yeah, playing in some pigskin. I get that. It's, it sucks on Gino's team, just the amount of injuries that he's faced. Like, imagine swapping Robert Woods out for Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, like, re-injured his hamstring on his bye week. Yeah. Dude, I don't, it's, like, it's just brutal. He's not going to play this entire year, and I don't know what so it rough. is. Like, they could be a contending team, so I imagine yeah. they want to bring him back. He doesn't seem like a diva guy, but does he want out of there? I don't know, but it sucks for Gino. Yeah. Well, yeah, that Dobbins was a big you know, loss for him Brees too. Hall um, looked great. Brees Hall again, very big. Yeah, it's just again, that's just fantasy. You know, you never know who's yeah. going to get injured. You never know who's going to play well given their situation. You know, I think like Jonathan Taylor. You know, very, right. very like league winning player last year comes in this year and he's just like he's just not been himself. You big know, that's garbage. just that's just the name of the game. You know, yeah. it, it's tough to predict that sort of thing. So yeah. Anyway, sorry to uh interrupt. No, that's a good that's a good up. that's a good segment. I I mean it, it going back to you know, it, it's crazy for me and and I mean Gino, lots of love. Sorry that it's been so bad, but hey, at least Derrick Henry hasn't gotten hurt yet. I mean, I don't want to yeah. jinx it or anything like that, but they Derrick Henry's been a solid rock for Gino to build on, and it's kind of surprising yeah. to be honest. So either way, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Oh. But uh, a workhorse not getting injured is always something that you would want as a uh, fantasy. That's player a rock. Runner. That's a rock to that mm-hmm. team for sure. Yeah, Matt uh, was Matt had him last year, and so he got hit with injuries. Ooh, a broken Henry. foot. Still, still do, still oh. do in uh, a couple other leagues. It's Yay. just. Yeah, I just I I don't I don't remember. I think for this league, I just picked so high that I couldn't get Derek. Like I picked right. second, so obviously Sam picks JT. I pick CMC. I mean, yeah. I think that's how it went in a majority of leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just don't know. Pre-draft, you look at any other player on the board. CMC just made the most sense. Um, sure. Yeah. I wish I had thought about. I mean, obviously, I'm not regretting CMC. Has been great. You know, guys like Saquon for Frank was insane. Ooh, like huge great, pickup. great pick on his yeah. part. But we'll we'll talk about that later. But yeah. you know, I, I just feel bad for for Gino for the situation that he's in. It's tough. Right. I mean, you know, well, hey. can't can't do much about it. Right. Speaking of Frank, uh, Matt, why don't you go ahead and and just jump on over to Frank and Dalton's matchup? I think speaking of of Saquon and everybody else, granted he didn't start. It's kind of a good segment into their matchup. The certainly the movie of the week, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, yeah I, I was going to bring that up as definitely the matchup of the week. I was also the benefactor of Joe Mixon having an insane week uh, in yep. another league. So, <laughs> you know, and you guys saw that in the chat, too. I'm sure you guys talk about this on the podcast. Sure. But we're all in a group chat together. And so, I, yep. you know, I was praising Frank, like, love Joe Mixon. Um, this is another side story about another league that I'm in. But I actually traded for Joe Mixon Ooh. making a playoff push in another league last year. And it, mm-hmm. I, in that league, it's a keeper league. And so I kept him coming into this year with Derrick Henry. So nice. my one-two sack in that league is Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon. And so obviously last week nice. was very good for me too, having Joe Mixon do you know what he did. So 53 points, you know, I feel like almost anybody who had to play Joe Mixon just, you know, must have been hating themselves. Um, I also really love the Kenneth Walker pickup. I don't know mm-hmm. if that was a drafted late draft pick by him or if he picked him up on waivers, but has clearly worked out very well for whoever's had him. Um, I think yeah. Frank, as it stands right now, has one of the scarier teams, especially, you know, Joe Mixon had a great week, so T. Higgins had an off week, but you also have like a basically a wide receiver one um, in T. Higgins. You have great running backs in Mixon and Walker. 
Um, Christian mm-hmm. Kirk is boomer bust. Obviously, he was on it this week with 17. I feel like really Frank's team was clicking as a whole. You saw Isaiah likely get that touchdown pass from Lamar, which helped him out a lot fantasy-wise. Yep. I think Frank dropped him heading into this week. I think that was just kind of like, um, you know, hold a patch while – I, I don't know who his main starting tight end uh, is. It's but... Kyle Pitts. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So huge. I, I, this week. Yeah, so great, great pickup on his part. It obviously didn't affect the matchup because he had the Patriots who scored twenty-seven, oh, Kenneth Walker who scored twenty-six, Nixon who scored fifty-three. He was going to yeah. win no matter what. But For sure. I think that was all just like showing like Frank is a player to be watching mm-hmm. heading into the last stretch of the season here. Um, and then that also doesn't you know take away from Dalton's performance who also did play well objectively like still yeah. scored over 100 that was his first loss of the year um yep. you know cup obviously had his game of over 20 like he usually does mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson had a good game uh the scariest part about Dalton's team is is like in his depth you know I think yeah. it's great that he scored DeAndre Hopkins this late into the season and still has only lost one game that's insane mm-hmm. to even think about I'm not, you know, I, I think I've made this clear to everybody. I don't like any running back that has been playing for the Bills for a while now. Devin Singletary <laughs> is not, you know, an exception to the rule. I don't no. like him, um, you know, but I do love basically the top half of his team with Lamar Jackson, David Montgomery. Um, he does have another running back that's very good that I'm blanking on. Um, uh, but it, so his half of his team, was uh, he, has Chubb. Too. he has yeah, Chubb. Chubb yeah. yeah, he's got Chubb, Amari Cooper, Deontay Johnson. He's got guys too yeah. that he had to yeah. miss out so on. Again, this like his team 100. is insane. Right. You know, there's a reason why he's eight and one. And so, yeah, that to me was a great matchup to watch because you have two of the best players in the league with some of the highest points for in the league. Um, you know, going up against each other. Obviously, Dalton was the loser of it, but you know, clearly still a very you know bad person to want to play in a week uh mm. Dalton beat me early in the year in a pretty close Slap matchup from what I remember yeah, yeah but um yeah I mean Frank has been the benefactor of an insanely easy schedule um mm. you know he's you know it, him and Dalton both have the easiest schedule oh, through the yeah. first part of the year um to both of their benefit as well they do also have two of the best scoring teams in the league so it's not like yeah. they're doing it that's because they have the easy schedule, but it doesn't hurt that you're scoring all these points. They're both top four in scoring, and they're also the bottom two in points against. So yep. that, that was a fun matchup to watch. It was obviously a shootout. Um, I think it's fun watching two guys who generally do score a lot of points go up against each other. So yep. I think just the mix and game was kind of the icing on the cake in terms of you know two really good teams playing each other, and then one guy just just going nuclear on, on the other, you know. Definitely. So yeah, uh, definitely probably one of the more exciting matchups of the year. Um, I think we have another one this week. Uh, another Ooh. one that Frank is part of. You Ooh. know, I think Frank versus Isaiah. We'll we'll get into this oh. later as well. But you know, I mean, two guys that work together. He brought Isaiah into the league. Isaiah has mm. had an insane season given how his draft went. So yeah, yeah I, I think it's going to be fun next week. But yeah. yeah, in terms of Frank's Frank and Dalton's matchup last week, that was certainly you know the one to watch out of everyone. definitely. Um, as a uh, as just a little note, um, on average, people score about 103 points against Dalton and Frank individually. And Crazy. take note into context that that's including Dalton getting this Frank score, 180 plus points scored on him. So like that's wow. how weak yeah, the schedules so. are. So yeah. and and Dalton yeah. are on a note. I don't think I buy Frank's team as being like super super scary. 
but he's got to feel good that he gets to add Saquon to this because normally yeah. he's rocking Kenneth yeah. Walker in a flex, who he actually he drafted in like the ninth round and just held on to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I, I remember that's how it went because I, I vaguely remember having a conversation with him after the draft and saying like, hey, dude, Seahawks running backs always get injured. Like, I feel like Kenneth Walker is going to have his moment, right? Even in college, he was very good. So, you know, just seeing, you know, that sort of thing play out in real time is really cool. Sure. And it helps late in the season because, boy, the injury bug has definitely wreaked havoc across all the teams this year. To be able to hold on to him and not have a Seattle <laughs> running back get absolutely demolished completely? Not bad. Not bad, Frank. Yeah, no, he, he's it. lucky that he had the backup, backup Seattle running back. Yeah, yeah, I think Frank's got great depth. I'm, I'm kind of ready to – I mean, I shouldn't say I'm ready to. I'm almost ready to kind of I, – I have a – I don't want to – press the panic button on Dalton or anything like that. But I'm a little worried that if some of his main guys do get injured, I, you kind of brought up a good point about the depth. Oof. If, if, if Cooper cup goes, get goes down. I mean, yeah, he's got Deandre, but after that, his wide receiver depth, Amari Cooper can be pretty good, but I'm not going to ride the Deontay Johnson hype train anymore. I mean, I'm, I'm, I just can't, that's, that's too much for me. Yeah. You've um, been there. I've been there and it, it's, it's rough. You might, and I don't think he has another backup outside of Deontay Johnson. No. I think it's just backup running backs. Exactly. I I do get a little worried about the depth in in a way, and he's just got a lot of very injury prone players that could certainly have a high profile injury at any point. So, um, yeah, I don't know, Zach. Yeah, Zach. The guy has one loss, and you're already I, counting him out. He's I, gone eight wins without a loss. Fighting. He gets his first one. You're already pitting the panic Yeah, button. man, I can't. <laughs> Zach, I, come on. Dude, we're we're overreactions over here. Zach, what's, right? your, uh, what's your record? Uh, shut the fuck up. Um, so, right, right. Morgan and Sam. Morgan, congratulations. Uh, again, just riding the dubskis after dropping Carson Wentz. Thank God. Um, just absolutely amazing. <laughs> um, Geno Smith is – I mean – how freaking awesome is it for for Geno Smith to be doing as good as he is? Like just from a player standpoint, it's it's good to see him thrive a little bit. Um, Patrick Mahomes, you, okay, congrats, Sam. You, cool. Um, Leonard Fournette, I was hoping he would have a bit of a better game, but LA's defense is nothing to be stifled at. Um, you know, uh, Jeff Wilson's looking pretty good, surprisingly. Um, I can't tell if the Dolphins running back room is San Francisco or not, but they all came from San Francisco, so it's just very weird. It's wild. So weird. Um, Miles Sanders looked pretty good uh, for Morgan. Mike Evans, unfortunate that he's he's been dealing with some lingering injuries, so I figured it was going to happen at some point. <sighs> Sorry, Morgan. You might want to try to find something a little bit different before Mike Evans is out for the rest of the season. Um, Jarvis Landry got injured. That's unfortunate. Uh, DK Metcalf's looking pretty decent. Again, Geno, Geno Smith, Metcalf stack is is very nice. Um, Dallas Goddard, what a game. You go. Yeah, Goddard did Jeez, so dude. well. Goddard's yeah. great. Um, they definitely held on to the better tight end, in my opinion. So, yeah. Um, Agreed. that was a that was a that was a punch at Zachary. No, okay. Anyways, so um, other than that, Michael Carter again. I don't know why the Jets just forgot that he even existed, but he's good. He's good, and yeah. they're gonna keep using him now. Of course, a little late in my opinion, but that's a decent pickup to have there. Um, 
Gosh, uh, Sam, I'm just I'm looking through your roster here, and and it's just I I feel bad for you, buddy. You just a rough yeah. rough game for you. Um, there was pretty much nothing that he could have done. A lot of his major guys, uh, Jonathan Taylor didn't do anything. CD Lamb was on by. Even George Kittle wouldn't have made much of a difference, in my opinion. Um, no. just a rough game overall. And, and, and Morgan was pretty plagued by the bye week bug. So I, there's really nothing that either team could have done to really make much of a difference. So that's just unfortunate, Sam. It's the way it goes in this league. Uh, Hey Zach, I got a question. Yeah. What's you. up buddy? That's actually a two parter. Yeah. One, would you guess what, um, Mike Evans rank is this year in fantasy for our league? Of uh... wide receivers? Just take a guess. Uh, he's got to be like, like either I would say thirteen or fourteen. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay, because I think you, I just get the impression you hate Mike Evans. He's oh, a I do. Of, you're like there. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> so would you never draft him? He's like a top twelve guy. Yeah, I don't like him. I just don't okay. like him. I mean, I just, okay. I, I don't, I, I think. All for what it is. It's not that I don't like yeah. him. It's I don't like the situation that he's in. I think he's a great wide receiver, but Tom Brady yeah. just not yeah, the greatest of all time. It's a really it, terrible spot. It's just I mean he's great, but boy, I mean he, he's still throwing pretty good. But whenever he just he he either just launches it as hard as he can and overshoots him. Or Mike Evans drops or bumbles some. He had some pads. gnarly drops. He last had some week. pretty rough drops, and I'm just sitting yeah. there like. Dude, the, this you've got a forty-five-year-old quarterback putting his whole shoulder, his whole body into this. Come on, man, you got to lay out for that catch or something. It's just not. It's not. <laughs> not it's it not is. worth it, in my opinion. So it's not that I don't like him. I just don't like the situation, and I don't. I don't you like how him. he's performed. You hate him in terms of drops, because that's. I mean, that's the Deontay Johnson experience. He just Big Ben would th- just launch it to him, and then he'd have some pretty terrible drops that just yeah. made you not want to even look at him anymore so whatever yeah i mean he also gets peppered so much i think defenses know that yeah. he's going to be the target so high defense mixed with tom is probably losing vision in either one or both of his eyes he's probably gonna have really? to get some form of i mean dude he's just getting old he's, he's almost old. he's what 45 44 it's just crazy something like that i mean he he's just he's objectively old so like and he's going you know, blind in one to, eye yeah probably oh well, yeah probably i mean yeah i mean <laughs> he's got cataracts already <laughs> probably what do you know he's got he's macular like degeneration <laughs> he doesn't wear glasses something like that. yeah something like uh, that yeah. all right all right, all right. Well, all right. Yeah, either right. way i just i'm he not gonna I'm not gonna ride the hype train, but I understand why. Well, he's not even on a hype train, but I, I, I just wouldn't ride that, ride that bull. And and Morgan is kind of stuck with it because who else does she have? I guess no. Yeah, you're right. So, I don't. I don't. I, are we past the trade deadline at this point? I don't know if we can. Continue. No, I think no, no, because Nick, Nick has an active trade out with him yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're getting close though. I think it's it's either coming up next week or the week after. I think. Can't remember. Yeah. Um, it's it's coming up very weeks. fast, or or it might be this week. I don't know. It's very it's a couple I, weeks. It's towards the end of this month. Yeah, somebody asked the shit commish. Um, <laughs> now Nick, uh, moving to the next one. How how did you feel about Isaiah and Tanner's matchup? Since you're yeah. so Give me my boy. so tied to Tanner in a way. Uh I was 
flabbergasted. Um, and I'll note on the pod last week, you, Dalton, and I, we all chose uh, Tanner to win this sack. So Are you serious? Well, it was a complete interesting. Yeah, we can't root for Isaiah in a way. I just, it's it's very hard to wrap my mind around Isaiah's process. So I just, I have a hard time rooting for him. So Sorry, that was buddy. exactly what you said last week. Is yeah. said you don't want to root, you don't want to root for Isaiah, so you'll mm-hmm. root for Tanner. You kind of thought that he'd win. I don't. Isaiah's team's just better than what I ever would have imagined. He they're put up built, They're points. built different, Nick. They're just built, built different, completely different. And like the team's good. Like I wouldn't have drafted Cordero Patterson. He's old as shit. Mm-hmm. And like he's been all about him. Damian Pierce was a good draft pick, but like he's just got a solid team. And I don't know, like his depth really doesn't impress me except for Tua. Yeah. Which Tua's great. He's got the best quarterbacks in the whole our league, but No kidding. It's just he hit on the right guys. And Mark Andrews was even out. And he still put up 160 points. That's crazy. I love Tanner, yeah. but Tanner's a unfortunately not the most active player. So no. he just puts up his lineup and he rolls with it. Sees what happened. He's rocking four and five. He's probably chilling. I think he's still in the playoffs. So I, I would I feel fine about his team going forward, but Isaiah's getting the dub, and Isaiah's proven his worth. I'll be honest. Yeah, I. Oh, go ahead, Matt. No, go. go. Okay. Well, I, I was just okay. going to say. I, I was just going to. God damn it, Zach. <laughs> uh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, in terms of the comment that I made before we got started here, in terms of teams that I think are overperforming for like what the record is, I don't think that Tanner is probably going to finish the season in like playoffs. Like, if you look at his team and you look at what he's been doing. Uh, even though he is four and five and he's like right on the cusp of the playoffs, he also is bottom, like very close to the bottom of the league in scoring. And I think the only reason why he is doing as well as he is is because he's also, you know, like one of the teams that has had the easiest, or sorry, he has actually had a fairly hard schedule. So I meant he's actually overperforming, which is why I'm afraid of his team going forward because Mm -hmm. I don't think they're going to continue to perform the way they are because he's third least amount of points scored, mm-hmm. but he is one of the top teams that has been scored against. So in the games he's losing, he's getting blown out In mm-hmm. the games he's winning, he's winning shitty matchups, you know? So like, yeah, that's yeah. generally a, a recipe for either not making the playoffs or getting, you know, pushed out of the first round. So yeah. just be, be cautious about that one going forward. I really don't know. You know, I, obviously, I love Tanner too. I'm a huge fan of him. Big, but uh, yeah, he's he's big Tanner pod. Lost lost two in a row for a reason. Um, I just yeah, it, it, his team is made up of guys who can make good plays, but it has to all line up in the correct weeks. You know, yeah. like Steve, Stevenson has been good because Damian Harris has been injured. Aaron Jones has been on and off good, depending on how Aaron Rodgers is feeling for the week. Um, you know, I feel very similarly about Chris Godwin and Curtis Samuel too. You know, mm-hmm. it just it, it's very tough to trust most of the guys on his team. Yeah. You know, so just be aware, like I, I love Tanner, but I just don't know about his team really moving forward. Like he's getting scored on a lot and he's not putting up a lot of points for it. So Yeah. It's a it's a tough tough league out there. And I I mean I'm surprised that he's even st- I like Justin Herbert has not been as explosive and dynamic as he's been in the you know, previous year, but I just, I don't know if I would have, I probably would have benched him and played him and streamed him in week by week based on matchup. And I'll probably would have picked up some other quarterback by now. I think there's so many other quarterbacks that 
tend to outperform Justin Herbert regularly. Because when Herbert does bad, it's like 10 to 13 points like this week. It's just, it sucks to have a quarterback that does not anchor. He's had some good weeks, but then puts up seven points. So really tough when you're when your quarterback's not the anchor and at least you know not putting up at least 20 points a week like yeah that's, yeah that's kind of it's it's hard to keep up with the other teams who do have that quarterback when yeah. you don't have it so it but, sucks I, I mean i don't think at herbert's playing to anybody's expectations i feel no. bad i thought like lots of people were projecting him to like be an mvp and i thought yeah. he would definitely be like at least at or improve on his previous seasons but obviously yeah. The offense is not working this year, and he's also been a little bit hurt. And then Tanner's also doesn't have Mike Williams. He's out for a couple weeks, yeah. too. So Daniel Jones is on his bench. He's on bye last week, so that explains the Herbert move. But it's not right. the best backup either. No, and I think Tanner's team is a lesson on, like, oh, like not, you know, don't put all your eggs into, like, the, not necessarily the hype train, but thinking that this that this player is going to just go off the next season because you never know something like could happen where again justin herbert falls off um aaron jones we all thought that he was just gonna have a massive season doesn't and curtis samuel's been okay zach Ertz has been decent enough but you know it's just it's a lot of players that got uh, a little overhyped in my opinion so sorry buddy yeah but Matt, what do you think about our much last? Much love to Tanner. Oh, God, love him. He he loves his Taco Bell, <laughs> Taco Bell bandits, baby. Mm. Um, Matt, why don't you round it out with our closest matchup yet between Joel and Kyle? Yeah, Close. yeah, that that was definitely a nail biter for Joel, and that was also with him stealing the win. I think on Monday night, I think he had Kamara literally do the bare minimum and still win yep. for him. Um. That with, I, I think he even had a defense playing. What was it? Uh, yeah, he even mm-hmm. had the, the Ravens defense play that day. And so, yeah, I, I don't know if this is really a matchup he should have won. I'm glad he did because, again, um, I, I feel like, you know, for Joel, he has a lot of good pieces in place. Like, love ETN, especially after the James Robinson trade. It's been mm-hmm. huge for him in Jacksonville. That's been very beneficial. Alvin Kamara is what, like two weeks removed from like a three touchdown performance. Again, very good player. Juju's finding his rhythm in Kansas City. I think Taysom Hill is very shitty most Overrated. of the time, but he's had yeah. he's had good games, but fuck, he's bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, Gibson is is hit or miss again. Uh, it, when you're losing your starting job to a dude that had bullet holes in him at the start <laughs> of the season, that's just tough, you know. Yeah. But and and on top of all of that. I just hate Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Rodgers this season. Yeah. Like he's not playing well. The Such team is not playing well. Such a diva. Like, yeah. Not only do you miss the the off season training with your team, and so you have no chemistry with the wide receivers that you do have, but you lose Devontae Adams. Don't have a clear plan in place to replace him. So what? You have Adam Lazard as your number one, who has been injured, and then you have the rookie Romeo, who I think also just got injured, but I don't yeah. know how serious that was. Yeah, you he's know, out four so to six like, weeks. Yeah, pretty bad. Yeah, so it's like your wide receiver core is doing very poorly. Your quarterback isn't taking responsibility for your bad play. And I don't even think it's all the wide receiver's fault. I think it's a mix of Aaron Rodgers doesn't give a shit. Yeah, I think the wide receivers are underperforming because they didn't get a chance to play with Aaron in the preseason. And then, you know, you have a front office that refuses to trade for a wide receiver. Terrible front And office. so all of that together... Yep. 
you know, you draft Aaron Rodgers in, in hopes of like, you know, he had two MVP seasons back to back and you're hoping for another one, but he's just, he's fucking bad, you know? And so have that be the leader of your team. It's just tough. And so I know he's been historically very good, but this season has been very bad. Um, But he has, you know, Joel is is who I'm speaking of here, but Joel has very good pieces in place to help him win. Mm -hmm. But I just don't know necessarily if you get to the playoffs and this is a team that you want carrying. No, I'm a little worried about like speaking of bad depth. I'm a, I'm a little worried about the depth on his team face value. Not bad. Um, But the, you know, I trade between me and him for Elijah Moore and Devontae Smith. I completely won that. Yeah. Elijah Moore has been poopy garbage. 100%. Absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't even know if Elijah Moore is still on his team, but he shouldn't be. He, he should. Dropped, uh, he dropped him today. He did? Okay. He's yeah. Good. I mean, when you beat the worst team in the league, or I don't even know if Kyle's, like, the worst team, he's, but he's bottom, the worst team in the league. Bottom 10. He's, he's the worst team in the yeah. league. He's certainly the worst scorer in the league. I think he's bottom in points four in the league. And mm-hmm. so when you only beat that guy by two points, that's a very concerning sign for your team. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I really do hope Joel, you know, has success, not at my disadvantage. Like, obviously, I, I want to whoop Joel when we play each other. But um, yeah, it's just tough moving forward for him because Joel himself is also bottom half of the league in scoring. He... To, you know, also, like, just to give him, you know, praise and whatnot, he is four and five despite having the second hardest schedule. So that True. also speaks for itself. Like, his team has been performing the way that he wants it to. I just don't know if that's going to be enough to carry him through the playoffs. Like, I yeah. just don't know if his, like, four stack of, you know, like I said, you have Kamara, you have Etienne, you have Stefan Diggs, and you have Juju. Those are basically the guys you're going to have to rely on. And I just don't know if that's enough to get it done. I so don't think we'll so see, either. But yeah, yeah, just uh, yeah, we'll we'll have to see. Yeah, certainly. I I think the uh, rebrand luck is running out for Joel. He rode that high last week for uh, going from Doug Dimachromes to Commander Chromosomes. Um, I do like that. I do like I do that. Like yeah, that. that's that's yeah, quite quite a rebrand. There's a rebrand, and and I think unfortunately you can only ride a rebrand for so long. So uh, you hate to see it. I, I was really hoping that Joel would lose, but uh, because now he's moved up a spot, and um, yeah, it, it's gonna make it a lot harder if that's he continues just to win. For you. So I know it's that's fair. It's it's all about me. Come on. Well, okay. So here. Zach, uh, <laughs> yeah. Dal or it, not Dalton? No, it's Kyle. Five three one eight zero zero eight, otherwise known as boobies backwards on a calculator. Yeah. Kyle's team. If he would have won, he would have been four and five, and he would also moved. You're you're three and six right zach i'm coming up i'm i moved up two spots i'll have you know so three and six yeah okay okay so yeah i think either way you would have had to leapfrog them but you do have the advantage in points so i think you will be able to do it i am here saying i'm in support of the rebrand he's two and oh and i think joel keeps it going i think Mm -hmm. he can get in the playoffs i'm pretty optimistic on his team obviously without etn the whole team really didn't impress a whole lot no but at least he got by this week. I think the four guys that Matt mentioned, Etienne, Diggs, Juju, and uh, Kamara is a great foursome. And so if he can figure out a better quarterback, that might help a bit. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I agree. I mean, he Aaron has Mariota. I mean, that's not great. I don't know. You know it's not a big improvement. Yeah. It's, I mean, you get the so rushing. Aaron Rodgers, but... I mean, it, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. At least, And plus, I think he's been fairly conservative with turnovers. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like, you know, give credit where it's due. Like, 
he's at least like certainly trying to make his team better. And plus, the dude is hustling for trades at like Constant. pretty much all hours of the day. You know. Yeah, hustler. Yeah, I don't know. I I I do get a little worried about the projections. I'm not as bullish as you are, Nick, but. I don't know. I think he's he's got to make some changes at quarterback, like you said, too, Matt. So, good luck, buddy. Yeah. I don't know if I buy Juju though. Juju's been no, on a hot streak. You, uh, but I don't know. I don't think he's. I don't. I don't think he's going to be this guy the whole year. Hopefully, he'll still have more games like this. But I just know the team's going to probably rotate through their good wide receivers. Yeah. So. But I do I'm like sure. Gibson. I'm going sure Kadarius Tony is going to be carrying that offense pretty soon. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. They gave. They got him through passes, but. Uh, I don't know. They didn't really use entirely joking. Don't don't, don't even don't, know if that don't clip that. Them, <laughs> yeah, don't worry. No, He's no, gonna no. be the next to kill. Oh wow, big take. Jesus, just give it a couple. For years. for a dude that's very slow and physical, I don't know if that's the right comparison. But I love the ambition. Hey. No, he's not nearly as fast. But yeah, he's on, the next point, Bo. On that note, there, Nick. Why don't you go ahead and jump on over to uh to your power rankings. Sure. Yeah. So uh, power rankings for the week. Um, I got Dalton at number one, maintaining his top spot. I got me at number two, still staying strong. Frank with the massive dub uh, goes up a spot. I do have questions about his uh, obviously schedule because he's had a pretty easy schedule, gotten him some dubs. And before last week, he didn't really have even the most impressive points for, but obviously scoring the fourth most in league history will uh, help you in the standings. And of course those games happen. You can't take it away, but I don't know how much he's going to be keeping it up, but obviously this match uh, up with Isaiah this week is going to be big. Isaiah at four, he's up a spot. Matt, I had to move you down a couple of slots just because you got uh, a loss and there's some strong teams up top, but you're still fifth. Yep. You're still in playoff condition. I, I believe in you. And I got Joel at six. I think, I might be biased, obviously, uh, since you guys weren't buying the Joel hype, but I think Joel's going to make a push for the playoffs now. I think his squad's pretty impressive. And because he's an active player, um, I do think he could probably find good waiver wire finds and he'll tinker with his lineup, stream defense sure. maybe. So I think that gives him the edge over Tanner, who Tanner, I like his team. I've got him at seven, but I've got him down a slot because he just kind of plays his lineup. And so... If he's got boom weeks, then that's great for him. But if his team doesn't perform, he's not doing a lot on his end to compensate for that. Morgan, eight. Zach, I got you at nine. Gino, you're at 10. Um, Both you and Gino, Zach, uh, have great points for. So if you can somehow weasel your way into a couple more wins and get into playoff contention, I think that's a big leg up. But you guys have also faced terrible schedules. Shit, Kamish. Yeah, what the fuck, man? (laughs) Uh, and then number 12, I got Kyle. On the he really did. Yeah. What a dick. Easy. Uh, yeah, Kyle uh, does have the least amount of points scored. He does have one more win than a couple of the other teams, but Kyle's team is the worst team. Sorry, Kyle. I love you. Mm, I don't know. Those are the Week 10 Power Rankings. And uh, also, just a little recap. Last week, Dalton went 3-3. Three and three. Zach, you went 4-2. and two. You're on a little hot streak. Hey, uh, on, yeah. On 11-7 and seven in the last Ooh. three weeks. Uh, so that brings your record for the year to 23 and 25 and I went five and one. So I'm at 36 and 13. Well, shit. Trying to go for 50, 50. Yeah. <laughs> getting closer. You can get, you can get so. 500. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I just, I I'm curious because I, I'm just looking through the current rankings as per the NFL fantasy app. And I, I just, I mean, granted again, I, there's a lot that could shift in the, in the midfield. 
between Morgan, Joel, Tanner, me, Kyle a little bit. I I worry about his uh his uh. I don't buy Kyle. Yeah, I I don't buy that either. I think Gino certainly. I mean, we're we're getting very late, and I don't know how much more movement there really can be. I think me again going me uh between Morgan, Joel, Tanner, and me. I think we we have the most mobility at this point. Like we're not too far out of it. I worry about uh, Gino and Sam being that they are both on the uh, worst losing streaks. Gino at five losses in a row and Sam at four losses in a row. I'm not, that's really rough. Um, So yes, I mean, Gino rough fucking schedule. Um, So I I feel bad in a way, but I I just, I worry about the late push at the end of the season. And and now is that time to make the push. If I win my next match, imagine in a world where I win my next matchup in, and and um, Tanner, Joel, and Morgan lose. I will jump ahead of all of them to the sixth spot because I have the highest points for um, big jump card. I would be a big. It would be a big jump for me. I'm not. I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think it really can happen to be honest. Based on the matchups this week, um, I don't know if any of them play each other or not. But either way, big jumps are coming for anybody in the midfield. the The top end is is pretty much. I, I think. We can pretty much assume that Dalton, Frank, y- me. I mean, you could fall pretty hard, Nick, but I think Whatever. I think the top four have kind Whatever. of solidified. They've kind of solidified themselves at this point. So it's yeah, it's, we're we're very in that we're almost to the you know, very. We're not getting to the end of the season by any means yet, but time is flying by real fast. So there's about to be a lot of midfield shakeup, in my opinion. Yeah, we only got a few weeks left, and you're right. Like, there's only so much time that you can really hope that something's going to turn around in your favor. I will yeah. say, I think in my eyes, the top five teams, Matt, you yeah. included, um, are kind of solidified. They are the only teams over 500, and a lot can change. Mm-hmm. But to me, they speak as like the strongest teams, and they just seem like they're going to probably make it in schedule yeah. independent. Um, one thing I want to note on Gino is, unfortunately, he's had more points scored against him than any one team has scored four so like no team would have been like probably over 500 would have been a godsend yeah like no team would have succeeded probably with this schedule gino yeah got fucked with that real fucked and uh, the one thing i'm noticing too now now that i'm looking at frank if frank loses at any point within the next few weeks he's gonna drop pretty hard like i'm looking at you nick you have a much higher points for uh isaiah has a much higher points for matt you're pretty you're pretty close to to Frank. If he Frank loses, has a lot of players on by this week. He does. Uh, uh, if yeah. he loses, he's gonna drop pretty hard, unfortunately. And and not like he can't recover or anything like that, but that definitely is gonna move move again. Continue to move people up in the midfield a little bit. So yeah, yeah. it's one. It's a big matchup this week. The one so. between him and uh, Isaiah. Exciting. Yeah. I think uh, on on that note, let's go ahead and we'll we'll just jump right into our matchups for this week. I. I hate to say it. I feel like I've kind of got an easy one this week. Um, sorry, Sam. I mean, I don't. I'm not gonna right, say Sam. that you're out of it by any means, Sam. Um, but I'm starting from the top. Jalen hurts Patrick Mahomes. I, I'm kind of gonna take Jalen. I mean, I'm gonna take Jalen hurts mostly because of the matchup. I think he's gonna have a better game against Washington um, because Jacksonville's no joke. Their defense is pretty good, and they know how to defeat a quarterback. Um, they're they're the rest of their team a little iffy don't get me wrong but i just don't think it's going to be a very explosive matchup for patrick mahomes um 
I would say he's going to put up at least 24, maybe 26. I think that's kind of the ceiling for this matchup. Ezekiel Elliott's coming back. He, Green Bay, defensively, kind of iffy against the run. I'm not too confident. I'm a little, I think I might end up putting uh, Kenyon Drake in. Oh, wait, he's on a buy. Shit, you're right. Never yeah, mind. I was about to say if, he's on buy. So no. Okay, be... well, then, then I could put in Rashad White if I really wanted to be desperate. But I think you kind of have to run with Ezekiel. Um, so I'll probably end up keeping him in. Um, if Kenyon Drake wasn't on a buy, then I would put Kenyon Drake in. How about that? Um, yeah, I, I think okay. that's fair. Yeah. So, uh, I will take Ezekiel over Jeff Wilson, mostly because I just, uh, Miami's backfield. What the fuck? I, I still can't get over it. Um, Jonathan Taylor might not even play this week. I mean, I don't know why he's even designated as questionable. He's going through rehab for his ankle. Like, I'm not. Ugh. Do you really trust that he's not going to be on a pitch count, though? I have no idea. I, well, just... I if they why if they're going to play him, why would they play him on a pitch? Count? I know. Well, they did it. They did it before. They did it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So it's just I I I don't have much faith in in that right now. I think you have to start him because he's Jonathan freaking Taylor. But um, I'm not super confident in that. I will take Gabe Davis over Landry, um, Justin Jefferson over Claypool, T.J. Hawkinson and Kittle. Iowa tight ends, baby. We love our tight ends. Um, uh, I'm gonna. That's kind of a wash. They are literally point one apart. <laughs> DJ Hawkinson is projected nine point three nine, and George Kittle is projected nine point three eight. So that's super oh, that's fun. Funny. Um, I love that. So, uh, CD Lamb, I'm I'm gonna have to take over George Pickens. Let's be realistic here. Um, yep. I don't know why Randy Bullock is projected so high. I mean, it's Denver. Okay, I don't I know why I picked why him up. To be honest, I just said screw it. Um, uh, I picked up the. Just, why not? I mean, I. Yeah. So, um, and I've got suck up still just sitting on my bench if I need to slap him in. So who cares? Um. Falcons pan. Uh, I I mean I kind of threw the Falcons in mostly because I didn't want to risk playing Minnesota against Buffalo. I just that's a matchup I don't want to touch. Um, incredibly small yeah it's any matchup against buffalo is not a defensive matchup by any means so um either way uh i threw with falcons in and i kept on jordan hicks because he had a really great week and i think i think buffalo does have some problems against the pass rush so yeah why not give it a shot maybe he gets lucky and and gets a, a you know a fumble recovery or something like that maybe a pick hard to say but he's got the best chance at it in my opinion so, um, all in all, and Sam's got the def- uh, Panthers um, that they they might as well be the exact same at this point, to be honest. And uh, Jordan Brooks is awesome. He's great. So, great defense player there for Sam. All in all, there's not really much more that Sam, I mean, he could, pr- if he really doesn't want to trust Jonathan Taylor, I guess he could put A.J. Dillon in. I do like A.J. Dillon a lot. Um, I actually would probably Jones doesn't play too. Yeah, I would. I would probably put. To be honest, I would put AJ Dillon in over Jeff Wilson. I think that would be a better start, especially if Aaron Jones doesn't play, like you said there. Um, Other than that, his his team is is about as good as it can get. Clearly, not going to start Tom Brady. Um, Seattle is not a defense that I would want to want to play against. To be honest, so. I don't know. They're also in Germany, so yeah, you know, so they're not not worth it by any means. And I'm I'm definitely at a loss as to what to do in terms of Devontae Smith, George Pickens. I'm 
leaning towards it. I, I could probably pull Gabe Davis out if I wanted to and put Devontae Smith in. Um, just depends on how uh, how we're kind of feeling about the, the uh, elbow situation for Josh Allen. So I'm going to take myself on this one, mostly because I have to. I'm not going to pull a Joel or anything like that and, and pull against myself, but I think this is a much win must-win matchup for my team. And um, Sam's on a four-game losing streak, so he has to snap it if he wants any chances at doing anything, but I just... I don't see it. I'm not as confident in that. So tough outlook. Very tough. Uh, hey Zach, you yeah. said you're going in a different direction than Teach this week. He's in your lineup. You don't have a different tight end. What were you talking about? I, I don't know. What were you talking about? I thought you were TJ talking Hawkinson? about like. Oh, I thought you were saying something about the Minnesota defense. Oh I don't know why. no, no TJ uh, Hawkins. No, I'm keeping him in. I I I have yeah. to. I'm, I love him. Okay. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's he's pretty good. He's pretty good. It, it it's hard. So I like Jeff Wilson. Uh, he kind of looked like they liked him a little bit more than Monster, but mm-hmm. I that that they're come from the Shanahan tree. That's why they trade for every Shanahan running back, and so they'll probably rotate through. So it's kind of hard to trust. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are kind of a wash on quarterbacks, and besides that, it's kind of hard to really like Sam's team. Um, yeah. CeeDee Lamb's really the only big player here with a hurt Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Something in my gut makes me feel like Sam's gonna get a random dub on you. Probably that would be my luck. That's yeah, sounds about right. I don't know. It just seems like <laughs> Sam has not won since I've taken the fifty dollar fab bet uh, for him to get three wins, four wow. wins. Since he had zero fab, and since then he's just absolutely. Lost. He said easy. He said he could easily get that, <laughs> and uh, he hasn't done anything yet. Oh, but. Sam. I, I think a lot of that also does hinge on Jonathan Taylor is insanely underperforming. Yeah, that's also because the Colts are looking like a fucking oh, hey, garbage. Whoa, fire, buddy! So. Whoa, buddy! We got Jeff fucking oh, Saturday. Sorry, as Jeff Saturday. Yeah, what is that? Oh, Jeff Saturday to was... save the day, along with what the thirty-year-old QB coach calling plays, bro. Okay, no re- recipe for success. I, I like so what you guys are doing. Good. Look. I don't know if you've listened to the, the the press conference on Monday was just ridiculous. Don't let no, Jim or say nobody even if, listened to the in Indianapolis Colts dude, press conference except for you. Oh, it was great. In our no, league, no, I actually did. I actually did. Fucking what? hilarious. It was like, so true, true good. I can't believe you didn't watch it. It was you so have, good. How often am I watching Indianapolis Colts anything? We're primetime well, TV just, right now. I'll have you know. Yeah. Yeah. Biggest market in the NFL. Dude. I also have Michael Pittman, so I was just hoping for good news, and it was not. It was. So. What are you talking about? He's fantastic. Look, okay, you Jeff bring in... Wilson questioned why he was the coach. That's not a great sign ah, that he's going to come out fire Dude. this week. Dude, so the press conference today with Jeff Saturday, that man is inspiring. Listen to the way he talks about how much he gives a shit about this franchise. Okay, look, yes, he doesn't have experience. I get it terrible terrible from from a from a from a perspective of a like somebody who wants the franchise to do good he's coked up and it's great Um, out of his mind it's great i he is back on the snuff he's having a wonderful time (laughs) but think about it he's an interim coach guys like he's not going to be the head coach i know he's not going to be the head coach at the end of the year if he is great whatever who cares 
you you tur- you bring a guy in who is a leader of men who loves the franchise who can inspire these players to do something for the rest of the season after being like just like that locker room was toxic for anybody who's been following along since the beginning of the season like it, something about the chemistry in that locker room has been hot garbage and it started i think honestly it st- really started when we lost the playoff game against buffalo uh and in 2020 with p rivers Rivers. yeah like it just it it, from there it's just been downhill it's been wasted talent because just it's been there's been this cancer growing of just poor leadership basically frank's a great guy great coach but just not he has not stepped up as a leader and he's not taking responsibility he's like we're gonna fix it we gotta fix things week in week out and it's just not it hasn't happened were you for the firing? Yeah. Were you about oh, it? Oh yeah. Okay. I was ready for I, liked him. I was ready I for a change. No, uh, okay. as a Colts fan, you you kind of got tired of of hearing the same old excuses over and over again. Oh, I'm going to take responsibility and we're going to get this fixed. Well, when you put up negative freaking 3 yards and a half, that ain't fixing yeah. shit. So, anyways, well, what the quarterback situation, Zach? Oh, dude, Sam Ellinger, what a guy. No, well, he's okay. great. Sam Ellinger's great. Shit, he's no, ruining I'm talking, Michael Pittman. Yeah, okay. That's one thing. He's also not good. But you guys keep renting these dudes from the museum. No, it's it. This is it. This and Carson is, Wentz, who was from a morgue. Yeah, it, this is definitely the beginning of a regime change. I mean, we could have. I'm ready for a fucking Colts podcast. Trust me, Nick. If you want to be my guy on that, we're we're oh, in it. But right. no, you don't have to be. It's okay. I know it, it's a lot to it's a lot to deal with. You dare pod with somebody else? Uh, Fuck you. Uh, well, okay, sorry, buddy. My bad. Mm, didn't want to step on any toes. Anyways, we're going on a tangent. Um, but it clearly hit a sore spot with the Jonathan Taylor. Oh, it really did, <laughs> which is which is just sad because I had such high hopes for him. And 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 yes, our team is in a rebuilding at this point. Like it's clear, we we hit a wall way before we even brought in Carson Wentz. Um, and it just I I'm not I'm optimistic because I know that at the end of the year we are probably gonna draft like Hendon Hooker. I mean, I don't think we're going to, I don't think we want to trade up for, uh, for Bryce Young or anything like that, but this is a great QB class, in my opinion, of super seniors that have had an extra COVID year to like hone in their NFL skills. So I think this is going to be a decent year for us to rebuild and actually go get a franchise quarterback because last year was not the draft to do it. And that's, that's why we brought in Matt Ryan. So, um, yeah, it's goofy for sure. Don't get me wrong. It's super goofy. But if you just if you want to take 10 minutes to listen to the press conference today, you might change your mind about Jeff Saturday. That guy. What a guy. So I'll leave it at that. He's a leader of men. Gives a shit. And that's all we can ask for. And it's going to sell tickets. That's the last thing. If you have a shit season and you want people to come to your game, you bring in Jeff Saturday. Damn it. So you know what? I'll I'll just check the Pat McAfee video. Oh, on dude! It. He it down. What <laughs> is Jim Er saying? Such oh. a good segment. Yeah, Pat McAfee's great. Anyways, bring him um, in as a coordinator. Come back to the game, though. Yeah, I guess I'm, I'm gonna take you. All right, uh, thanks. I, I, no, I'm gonna take Sam. Uh, go fuck I yourself. I just got a weird feeling. I don't know why. I think you got the better team, but I'm just gonna take Sam. Um, I'll find. Yeah, I'm sorry. It. I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna stay with Zach. I'm I'm gonna I understand. Yeah. Oh. No, I mean it's just like I I get the the want to pick Sam because obviously he's my twin. I really do want him to do well every season because it hurts to see him do so bad. Aww. But 
Yeah, his team is just piss poor. And, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, Real you're bad. playing a dude that puts up a lot of points with a very good team. And, yeah, it, it's tough. Um, I, I just can't imagine uh, his team pulling out a dub. I, re- I really wish it would, but, um, yeah. yeah, tough. Sorry, very Sam. Tough. I love you to death. Yeah, I just don't know if uh, Jeff Wilson, Jarvis Landry, and, nope. you know, it, it's just a tough outlook. Tough outlook. Um, yep. I would say a surprise – guy who might you know have potential pop off this week is claypool playing detroit with such a bad defense but you know again we'll we'll have to see how that goes yep completely agree obviously detroit did look very good against green bay but it's aaron Rodgers that we're talking about and this is a very bad season from him so i would i would look at almost any other game this season that involved the detroit Lions defense and say yeah they're probably going to get scored on no not at all so yeah especially feels so good last week so they should be able to move the ball Right. Yeah. So whether it be Darnell Mooney or Chase Claypool, it's hard to say. But I, I would say if there's a guy that could potentially pop off on his team, it's going to be him. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nick, why don't you go ahead and um, speaking of anything Bears related, why don't you go ahead and jump over to your matchup with Morgan? Yeah. Um, I'm taking on CD's balls this week. Uh, so it should be a little fun matchup. Um, both of us are rocking uh, waiver wire quarterbacks. Uh, oh. Zach, just a fun thing on your one. Mm. You guys are going to start out on a Thursday night. You obviously have Algier, but you guys both yeah. have defenses starting on Thursday. So that's Ooh, interesting. Thursday um, night football is great for defense, I'll tell you what. Terrible for anything watching. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm taking on Morgan. Um, Morgan's team on a two-win streak. Uh, so obviously her team's been looking a little bit better recently. She's been getting hot and cold a little bit, but so far she's been winning uh, after a really rough start. For quarterback, I got Fields. She's got Geno. Um, I'm going to take Fields just because I think the matchup is better. I think they're probably equally bets, equal bets in terms of what are they going to score um, in terms of fantasy. But I'll take the Detroit matchup versus the Tampa Bay matchup, even though the Tampa Bay Buccaneers off our defense has not been that scary this year mm-hmm. like in years past. Um, running back, I've got Eckler. She's got Fournette. Those are kind of the big two. Um, I'll take Eckler there, but Foreman v. Sanders, I'll probably take Sanders. Yep. Um, Foreman put up 30 uh, in that game where Carolina played Atlanta before. It was kind of a shootout, went to OT. Yeah. Um, DJ Moore ripped off his helmet, but I don't think that's going to happen again. It's no. probably going to be a slugfest. It, hopefully they run the ball a lot because I know the Falcons love doing that and the Panthers are bad, so they might do that, so I feel fine about Foreman, but I still like Sanders. He's on the better offense. He's probably a better running back as well, so I'll take Morgan's running backs there. Um, I got A.J. Brown and Jalen Waddle. She's got Evans and Metcalf. I think that's pretty easy. Um, I take my side of that. Frymouth v. Goddard. I'll Ooh. probably take Goddard pretty mm-hmm. handily because just on the better offense anyway and a totally great pass catcher for flex i got my debo versus her pollard um zeke sounds like he's back i'm with you zach green bay's defense isn't anything that scary but i nope. think i'll go with uh samuel there kickers defense defensive player she hers is on by defensive player wise mine's hurt so who knows what's going on there um the dolphins defense has not been good um in fantasy or in real life so i don't really know the cleveland offense isn't really that scary but i'll take the Mm. eagles playing the commanders um pretty handedly and then kickers are kickers so yeah i don't know i could play dak over fields but i feel pretty confident in fields 
I could play Schultz over Firemuth, but I don't really know if I'm not playing Dak. Who knows? So I I might start Cortland Sutton for uh, Morgan's team over Pollard, but I don't know. The teams are probably set. She's got a couple guys on by. I got Jamar on by and also hurt. So yeah, teams are set. I'll take me. I think I'll win this pretty handedly, but Morgan's got a good team. It's not going to be an easy one. Yeah, I'm going to lock in on you as well. I, I don't. I mean, there's really not much that Morgan can do to both up her lineup uh, in any in any way. I think she should get rid of the Dolphins' defense. To be honest, um, Cleveland actually put a thwomp. Uh, on the Bengals not too long ago so I I just I don't think their defense is going to be able to to hold up against uh against Cleveland so definitely get rid of that a lot of her kind of main guys that I would want to plug in for example Michael Carter or even really uh, yeah Michael Carter would probably be the only guy that I'd want to try to slot in maybe at flex over Pollard because I think with Ezekiel Elliott being back, that is going to take a little bit away from Pollard. Pollard's still pretty great, don't get me wrong, but um, there's really not much that either of you guys can really do to kind of slot people in at this point. It's probably pretty much the best lineup that you're going to get out of the two of you for this week, at least. Yeah, yeah, that's how I'm feeling, so I feel pretty good on that one. Matt, what's your thought? Yeah, I, I would say Nick as well. Um, to Nick's um you know advantage here uh he has the most points for against a very hard schedule which you know if we're talking about recipes for success if you're scoring a lot and still winning despite the matchups that you're facing i think that's great um it's kind of like the opposite of like a dalton team where he's scoring a lot but he's not getting scored against um and inversely i think morgan has had um you know, I mean, she's bottom half of the league in scoring and points against, which it's kind of the same thing that I mentioned about Tanner. Like, Tanner has had, you know, like a lot of points for versus a hard schedule. Mm-hmm. This is Morgan having not a lot of points for and not a lot of points against. So, yeah, I just think, you know, four and five seems good on paper, but I think it's a very weak four and five. So, oh, God, I wouldn't yeah. really... Yeah, I wouldn't really look at the records here and more look at Nick does have the better team overall. I think he's pretty good in matchups this week. And so, yeah, I I also am biased because Morgan's right behind me in the standings. I want her to lose and I want me to win. So, yeah, I I hope Nick wins. Sorry, Morgan. Um, I hope you're out of the playoffs by like two weeks from now. Wow. That's good. Nick Dub. Yeah. Sorry, Morgan. Good luck with that. Yeah. Um, Tough stuff. Really tough. Uh, Matt, why don't you go ahead and let's jump over to your matchup there against Kyle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty excited for my matchup against Kyle. Um, let me just pull it up here so I have him in front of me again. Um, quarterbacks, I'm streaming a quarterback with Goff. Um, he's somebody that I actually have in another league. I feel like Chicago's defense has been on and off good. Uh, Rokon Smith is a good addition for them, so we'll see how it goes, but I, I feel like Jared Goff can get me at least between, like, I don't know, like 12 and 15. Realistically, he could get better just depending on how high scoring each team goes. Um, Matt Stafford has had his own struggles. Um, I don't even know if he's fully healthy either, um, so we'll see how he does. Um, Running backs-wise, I feel like McCaffrey matches up well with Dalvin. Mm -hmm. I feel like James Conner matches up a little bit closer with Josh Jacobs, but Jacobs is the better running back there. So, you know, I feel like I could probably squeeze a good amount of points, you know, between the two running backs on both sides. 
I feel like that's going to be pretty even. Where I feel like I'm going to dominate is wide receivers. Tyreek Hill has clearly been the best wide receiver, by far most yardage. Um, you know, product of Mike McDaniel being very good at what he does. You know, I've seen a lot of tape that's been reviewed of the way that he runs the offense, and it really plays into the strengths of all of the players on offense. So Tyreek mm-hmm. having a very good season because of how good he's fit into this offense. So I think that's really good. Michael Pittman is a fucking shithead. Um, I really Aww. hope he does well, but I am, <laughs> wow. I am I am afraid that, you know, the Colts are ruining his fantasy season because I felt really good a while ago, and then as the season's progressed, benching Matt Ryan, I understand, was the good move, and he was injured, but I just don't like it because he was at least getting the ball to Pittman most games. I feel like Sam, what what is his name? Sam Ellinger or something Ellinger. like that? Yeah, fucking terrible. Aww, just, I really gosh. wish he wasn't playing. But, Aww. you know, you I drafted him for a reason. I have to stick with that. I would yeah. almost more say I have more confidence in Amon Ross and Brown. Um, so I would more base my wide receiver matchup there. I just haven't put Pittman into flex. Um, tight ends, I feel like, is a wash. Uh, Tanyan had the chance for a touchdown, but uh, Aaron Rodgers just threw a terrible pick twice, I believe. Um, so, again... I think it just depends on how well Rodgers is playing. Evan Ingram has, you know, uh, Trevor Lawrence who is on and off using him. He's had good weeks and bad weeks. I'm just hoping this is a bad week. Unfortunately, they're playing the Chiefs. Those are generally higher scoring games, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Kicking defense, defensive player. I don't even know who this guy is on the Chargers that I picked up, but he did really well for me last week when I streamed him. So I actually dropped DeMarcus Lawrence to keep him. Um, and picked up golf this week. Um, you know, her players, you know, Will Lutz does his thing. Bucks aren't really that scary on defense. Um, you know, wh- whoever she's using on defense for Atlanta or Sean Evans or whatever, again, not, not really afraid of that. So, again, I feel like I take this. Uh, I'm not really afraid of her team outside of Dalvin Cook and Josh Jacobs. Uh, scary Terry could potentially do something against the Eagles, but the Eagles have – a very good defense, um, so I'm not really afraid of that. Um, so, yeah, ultimately, I, I also think this this is probably not confirmed, but I feel like Jamal Williams might start losing more snaps to DeAndre Swift. Um, I feel like – I hope so. Um, yeah, so I feel like uh, having him at flex is probably good on paper, but probably not good in practice. Um I'm hoping that they run Swift more this game uh, just because I think he came back last week. Uh, he obviously didn't get a huge workload because they're easing him back in. But, um, you know, I feel like this is the week to try to get him more snaps. So hopefully he doesn't do very well. Again, I feel like Matt Stafford's kind of limited with what he can do right now. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel like in most ways I have the advantage here. On top of the fact that I'm just not really convinced that um, – you know, Kyle has a very good team. Um, you know, least points scored in the league, I believe. Um, yeah, just I, I'm pretty confident in my chances here. Um, so I'll, I'll take myself in this Ooh, one. Big man. Yeah, I'm going to take you too, to be honest. But how silly is the look on your face going to be when Michael Pittman totally probably maybe puts up 20 points this week? How would you feel about that? No, I, I'm hoping he does. Okay. I'm really hoping that. You know, whatever Jeff Saturday and the other guy do works. I really like I'm not even joking when I say this. I hope and pray the Colts at least pick it up offensively mm-hmm. because I have Pittman in multiple leagues and I'm getting pissed <laughs> off that he's doing really bad. I put a lot of stock into him, unfortunately, and so I'm yeah. just hoping that 
you know, pays off. So this isn't about the Colts. It's more about Michael Pittman, really, and how it affects you. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. 100%. Cool. cool, 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 cool. All right. Well, yeah, I'm still going to take you anyways because, Kyle, I just don't I, – I mean, the, the loses – the, the, the two-loss streak kind of speaks for itself a little bit. He has had a pretty tough schedule, so I don't particularly blame him too much. I think on paper, the guys – like, I think he gets stuck in a cycle of, of his players being kind of over-projected and then just underperforming. I would start Gallup over Pittman, Matt. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I mean, that is certainly something I considered. It's probably something that I would still consider heading into this weekend. Um. I have a good amount of time to decide. Um, Gallup doesn't play until the afternoon, and Pittman also doesn't play until the afternoon. So I'll, I'll figure it out by the time the games start, but I'm glad that you brought it up because I was also thinking the same thing. Like, Pittman is obviously a target machine, but it doesn't mean anything if you're putting up, like, 28 yards or something like that. You know, it, it just won't matter if the whole offense only passes for 100 yards, so. Yeah, well, it's certainly something that's on my radar to monitor heading into the weekend. Nice. Very nice. I think you get the easy dub here, and Oof. you're even down Burrow. So. Yeah, I, I wasn't really worried about being down Burrow, luckily enough. Like, he had a bad week last week, and even though I ended up losing our matchup, I still feel like, you know, I was a, a fucking Duvernay literally anything away from being able to win. So, you know, we'll, we'll head into this week with more confidence. Nick, how are you feeling about your secondary team do going against Gino this week? Ah, uh, so for Tanner taking on Gino, um, it's really tough. Currently, Tanner's projected for a little more points, but obviously, Gino's got to check his team. I think he was active on the waiver wires, but he's got to replace his kicker, Justin Tucker, greatest in the league, and his defense is just completely empty, but he's got the Broncos right in there. He's got Robbie Gold right in there, so should be adding, what is that, seven and eight, about 15 more points. So that would probably, yeah, that'll put Gino ahead in the projections, and I do like Gino's team, I think, a little bit better here. Kyler Murray's good, Justin Herbert's good, so that's kind of a wash, but they're both been playing hurt. It's both been kind of iffy and up and down, who knows what you're going to get out of them, but I don't think – I'll take Derrick Henry and Brian Robinson as bad as Robinson has been over Kareem Hunt and Aaron Jones because who knows if Aaron mm-hmm. Jones is playing. He's been hurt, and if he's playing, great. You get to play Dallas, who's been a great defense, and they obviously Green Bay has been underperforming. They have A.J. Dillon, and so he's good as well. So they're already in a committee. Kind of was trending towards Aaron Jones getting the ball a lot, but still, Derrick Henry's Derrick Henry. He's going to carry this running back room. Gino, man, I hope Keenan Allen plays. But yeah, no kidding. Uh, if you don't, what you're gonna rock Robert Woods again? I guess there's nobody else, so you'd have to. That kind of matters. I don't think Judy by himself will do much. So I guess I'll take Tanner's receivers, uh, just on depth. I guess they both have receivers in their flex as well. So Jordan Palmer for Gino, DJ Moore for Tanner. You could move Jordan Palmer up if Keenan's out, and then throw in what Melvin Gordon. Yeah, Gino's team's in a rough spot. Obviously, yeah. he wins at tight end. Travis Kelsey is better than Zach Ertz, but Zach Ertz has been good this year. Um, it's pretty close. I want to take Gino. No, I'm going to take my boy. I got you, boo. I'm going with Tanner this week. He, good he'll man. Beat him. Yeah, I was just about to say I'm, I'm taking Tanner as well. I think at least Tanner's got guys that I actually trust. I mean, like Keenan Allen – 
and Derek. I mean, like Keen Allen, great if he plays. Yep, Derek Henry's always going to be your rock. Kyler Murray's definitely the, the guy. Um, I even with people not really trusting his overall fantasy performance lately, he can still break off and run for like sixty yards and a touchdown. So that's that's pretty great fantasy output if that were to happen. Um, but I just don't trust the rest of 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 Geno's depth, unfortunately. And uh, even though the projections are a little high, in my opinion, yes, he's got some people to add. I just, I, I think I trust Tanner's team a little bit more this week, to be honest. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, I think that I want to, Geno's got to get a win too, because he's been scoring well and he's had a rough schedule, but as passive as an owner Tanner is, I think his team's just better. Yeah. What about you, Matt? What do you, what do you think here? Uh, I think I'm just going to break to make things more interesting. I think I will take Chino. Um, just because I do like some of these matchups. Um, mm-hmm. I don't like Aaron Jones versus Dallas. Michael Parsons is incredibly good. Demarcus Lawrence is incredibly good. Um, you have guys like Curtis Samuel going up against Philly, which I'd be worried about. You have Godwin playing in Germany, which I'd be worried about. Uh, there, there's just some red flags here that I'm hoping – you know, kind of break Gino's way. Again, I feel like, you know, Gino has an incredibly good team for how poor his record is. And then on the flip side to that, you know, I feel like Tanner has been performing like in- incredibly good for what he's been facing schedule wise. But it's just like, yeah, Oof. I just don't know if I necessarily trust his team, you know? Yeah. That's so I'll, I'll just say I'll say Gino for funsies, um, just because I want to make things interesting. Um, yeah, I just I can't really trust Tanner's points for he's like one of the worst scoring teams in the league with also a very difficult schedule. So yeah. I think his schedule is just I think he's overperforming for what his team has been giving to him. You know, true. I get that. That is a fair, fair point. You almost you almost swayed me over by going up through the matchups because like. If Aaron Jones does not start, even if it's against Dallas, that's that's going to be really rough, and that will cert. I, I think if Aaron Jones doesn't play, with Ramondre Stevenson being out, I'm I'm not quite as bullish on Tanner. Um, yeah, that's it is, true. It is scary, uh, to be honest, and and you almost swayed me over back to Gino, but I, I'm I'm a man of my word. Well, yeah, Matt, it's okay. I, I'm not trying to convince people. I just, you know, th- this is opinions we're sure, talking about here. Of course, Matt, you got faith in uh, Gino's receivers? Uh, I mean, not in Keenan Allen, no. Uh, mm-hmm. Clearly, uh, I don't even know if he's going to play. Jerry Judy has been affected by, um, you know, piss poor play from Russell Wilson. I'm more thinking Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in the league against uh, Jacksonville defense. You have Derrick Henry going up against Denver, who does have very good run defense. But, again, this is Derrick Henry in a very run-heavy offense. I feel like he kind of gets the dub there over an injured Aaron Jones and Kareem Hunt. On top of, I I feel like B-Rob isn't terrible. You know, know, the commanders are certainly trying to get him involved. Uh, It's just, you know, I I think, again, Geno has a lot – of points for for a team that is as shitty of a record as he's having you know and then obviously projections don't mean much but i i no. do feel like gino could 
if he was going to get a dub to snap a, a losing streak, I feel like it would be this matchup. Yeah. When 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 you answer my question about Gino's wide receivers by talking about his running backs, you've said all that you. <laughs> yeah, that no, basically yeah, answers yeah. my like, question. Like I said, <laughs> not not confident in Keenan Allen, Jerry Judy. If anything, I'd imagine you move Palmer up to wide receiver one to replace Keenan Allen, and then you probably move. Gordon. I don't know if I like Robert Woods. I would probably more go Melvin Gordon, which again is in itself like kind of a tough pick to make. Not great, but, but you know it's better. He had a very good week right before uh, the bye week. Uh, now he's had a week of rest, and you know you're getting back into it again against a Tennessee defense, which has been spotty at best. Um, they have been good lately, so again, I, I think it's just more of a fun you know, sort of break from the normal. I think it would be fun to see Gina win for sure. Sure. Yeah. Completely agree. Um, Just real, real rough, Gino. Sorry. Sorry. You've had such a shit schedule. Um, Jumping over to Joel and Dalton. Uh, I, I certainly think this is, I mean, I almost wanted to call the, the Gino Tanner matchup, the Dookie Duke matchup of the week. Um, You're gonna give it to this. I'm gonna give it to this, to be honest, because I just Ooh. these are the uh, we're starting off with the back at, with Marcus Mariota against Russell Wilson. Those are two quarterbacks I particularly don't want to touch with a ten foot pole, to be honest. I mean, like Mariota probably is the better fantasy option because at least he can still run. Uh, Russell Wilson is is cooked, in my opinion. Um, he can't he can't cook anymore. Um, Alvin Kamara is great, but Nick Chubb is also great. So you've got two running backs that are probably going to cancel themselves out this week, and and they'll be non-factors because they're probably going to score the same amount of points. To be honest, uh, I think Etn is the like I would take Kamara and Etn over Nick Chubb and Dave Montgomery, uh, most because I think Etn, even though Kansas City is still a good defense, I think a lot of I, I mean Nick, our our uh, resident Chiefs aficionado, yeah, reporting, yeah. How's the how's the run defense for Kansas City? Oh, uh, our run defense is actually decent, so mm. we kind of do this most years. Uh, yeah, well, I, as far as I know, mm. I mean, it's not anything special for sure, but sure. we're we're getting a little bit better, shaping more into form. Um, our pass rush is looking good, obviously Chris sure. Jones, and I like the rookie Carl Loftus, but uh, like good, probably slightly above average, but nothing special. Yeah. Um, I just think even if you have a good run defense, if you can have somebody like ETN who can also catch out of the backfield – a little bit more dynamic, younger, faster. I I, I, I think he's still going to have a decent game. I like him yeah. over Dave Montgomery for sure. Um, Stefan Diggs is great. I would certainly take him over Hopkins. I'm a little torn, though. I don't know if I, I – I still think that there's a lot of washes between these two guys because I, Stefan Diggs, Cooper Cup, they could, again, easily match each other and – Maybe one had does a little bit better than the other, but um, I think Cooper Cup's probably gonna have the better game to be honest. But Juju Smith Schuster and DeAndre Hopkins, eh, I don't know. That's not really a fight it's, there. It's not I really, I yeah. I, 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 I am kind of leaning towards Hopkins a little bit. It, it, it depends on. Depends on how much that Kansas City can sling the ball around against Jacksonville. Um, tight ends, get Taysom Hill out of there, buddy. Joel, it's just not working. <laughs> I mean, at least you didn't spend 300 fab on him, but, you know, just get him out of there. Gerald Everett I, is a much better tight end. That's an actual tight end. Um, Amari Cooper, great. Uh, I like him over Thielen more, mostly because Thielen is old and broken and just there. Um, kickers, 
that's a wash. Defenses, uh, I think Minnesota's going to actually score against Buffalo, to be honest. I'm not really a fan of, of, of the Buffalo defense there. They're good. Don't get me wrong. They've just got a really good pass rush. Uh, but their secondaries can be a little iffy uh, at times. Saints defense, I like that a lot more, especially against Pittsburgh. Um, and defensive players, uh, Olakun for sure is going to, in my opinion, outscore. He's the number one defensive player in the league right now. So, um, pretty good, pretty good. Um, other than that, not really too much that they can, that they can do. Uh, Joel's got a lot of people on by right now and clearly has no faith in Aaron Rodgers, So that's out the door there. Yeah, he did it. He benched him. Um, did I? I we taught we kind of give uh, just kind of went over this a little bit before we started the pod. But uh, Nick, you don't like Daryl Henderson that much. I love him because clearly uh, L.A. does not give a damn about Cam Akers. I'm surprised that Cam Akers <laughs> even has a projection. Um, I thought that he had taken his last snap with them, um, and I think Daryl Henderson gets the opportunities at the goal line. So I still think he's a decent fantasy option because he might score a touchdown here and there um yeah. so if joel needed to for any reason i think honestly i think he should put daryl henderson in at flex over thielen to be honest um but that's his choice i mean he could probably he could probably even put in um uh antonio gibson and probably still do better than thielen in my opinion but that's a tough one that's up to him so no i i'm happy i dropped Darrell henderson Darrell henderson's a cuck uh, he's like what he's so that team's Cam terrible. Is a cuck. Are you kidding me? Cam Akers is also bad, but Cam they Akers brought him back. Better. Okay, so they, they do not like Darrell Henderson. He's been there for a couple of years. Cam yeah. Akers has missed his time or had not even been on the team, mm-hmm. and they still don't use him. They involve Malcolm Brown and another guy. So what are you going to get a committee on a team that's bad on it with an offensive line that's bad? Like Darrell Henderson might have his game. Sure, I get that, but. They didn't use him. Like, his best game was when they brought Cam Akers back. And my assumption is they kept him. They've tried to use him a lot when he's been there. There's something about his skill set that they do like. They're going to slowly integrate him. I don't think he's going to be as big of a – like, he might get you close to 10 points. It's probably a good game. I don't think Joel Henderson's really going to win you a lot. If somebody gets hurt there and there's more opportunity, it's not him that gets it. I don't really think there's a lot of upside there. I dropped his ass. I'll see you later. Oof. Out of here with that shit. Wow. Uh, very passionate. I didn't realize we would get so passionate about Daryl Henderson of all players. It's fucking garbage. It's fucking ga- garbage. Um, yeah, either way, I I am going to take it. I'm going to take Joel on this one reservedly. Um, mostly because I, I, I think Dalton's team will always have the most upside um, considering he's eight and zero for or eight and one for a reason, um, and Joel is also four and five for a reason. Granted, strength of schedule really kind of dicks him over a little bit. Um, certainly has a pretty tough schedule. Um, but still, I, yeah, I'm gonna take Joel. I think this matchup's gonna be the Dookie matchup of the week, Zach. I think I, I don't. Uh, it's certainly not the movie. I think I'm the, gonna title it my movie. No. Um, no, 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 it's like it's like the the second movie actually, because truly, looking at a lot of the matchups this week, uh, a lot of them don't really affect the sayings too much. There's little bits here and there, but this one I think could be big. Joel's obviously mm. knocking on the playoffs, trying to get in, and Dalton's high up. So if he can get Dalton a loss, it helps him, and Dalton has to fight with us more. Uh, and 
really be in danger of not getting the buy. I think if Dalton wins this, we're getting to a point in the season where he pretty much locks up one of the buys, which I think is probably super important. Obviously, this game is like super random. Nobody knows what anybody's going to do. So if you can get a free week where you don't have to, you get to avoid all the chaos of NFL. I think that's ideal. And Dalton, mm-hmm. if he can get another win, like I'm, I'm with you guys. There's kind of Dalton's team is not impenetrable. He's not invincible. So he could use it just as much as any of us. His team's obviously been good, but a lot of this is luck. So I think this matters. I think obviously Frank and Isaiah's matchup matters a little bit more for playoff seating and just kind of what it means for the standings. But this one could also really matter. Um, and I think it's going to be a close matchup. I, I'm surprised you went with Joel, uh, Zach, because. I mean, I don't want him underdog. to win. I just I, I just think he's going to. That's that's kind of what it comes down to. I just I don't I don't want it to happen, but I I, I think Joel deserves it more, um, considering his schedule's been so tough. And and I think this game does not really like. Yes, it has buy implementations uh, implications for for Dalton, but I think Dalton can still take a loss and and still be sitting pretty pretty. Um, yeah. So I, I don't think it really means too much for Dalton, uh, but it, it definitely means a lot more for Joel. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm going to go with Joel as well. Um, oh, wow. We're both picking the, the underdog. But, yeah, I think Joel's got the better team here. Um, mm-hmm. I do think Dalton's team is a little bit – it looked a little bit better record-wise than it actually is. He's got a great team too. I wouldn't be surprised if he won. But I'm going to go with Joel, rocking the rebrand, extend that winning streak to three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would want to say the same, but I'm really probably gonna rock with Dalton. Mm. I don't like, I don't game. like Taysom Hill, and I don't, I I feel like Adam Thielen's gonna play fine, but I'm just not convinced that mm-hmm. Joel's probably gonna squeeze this one out. I mean, for Joel's sake, it, he needs to win this one as much as like he needs, you know, like I I feel like in terms of who needs what, I think Zach needs Joel to lose. I don't know why yes. you want him to win. But I don't want him I feel to. Like, I just think he's going to. That's kind of yeah. You know. I I feel like Joel needs to lose. I feel like Nick needs to beat Morgan, and I Damn, feel like I'm in. you know I I feel like Dalton's gonna pull this one out. I know he just lost one. We also just have to keep in mind that he is eight zero for a reason. I realize strength of schedule hasn't been great, but he also has scored a lot of fucking points for a reason, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, yeah I, I'm just going to rock with him. Obviously, I hate Russell Wilson. Can't talk enough shit about him. Um, <laughs> Dave Montgomery himself hasn't been very good either, but Dalton's team just really stacks up well against Joel's. I think if Joel were to put in David Njoku, if he is going to play, which I don't know if he is, he's coming off by. So hopefully he'll have enough time to recover. If you throw Najoku in, like maybe, like yeah, I I just can't say that he's probably gonna squeeze this one out. I want him to. I think it would be cool. Joel's definitely clawing his way back through win streak. That's nice. But um, yeah, I I just I I feel like it's just not there. It, yeah. At least not this week. It is tough. It is tough. And yeah, I I really don't. I, I again. As much as I, it would really benefit me if Joel did lose, and part of me wants him to lose. The the, I just think his team has a little bit more upside this week. Um, even as close as their match, the like the like the player matchups are a lot closer than I think it looks on paper. Um, but I I like the upside of Joel's team at this for this particular week based on the matchups that he has. So 
Yeah, definitely. I understand why you took it. I, I'm just going to... I Again, I like to make things interesting, so Good I'll go man. with Dalton. Good man. Um, Matt, I would love nothing more than for you to round, round it home for us and talk about what I personally believe is the movie of the week. The final yeah, matchup. I, are, are we talking Frank, Frank, Frank Isaiah? Frank Isaiah. That's exactly yeah, it. Th- this is what I, I had as movie of the week as well. Um, mm-hmm. I Not only do I like this matchup just on paper, it's two of the best teams in the league going against each other. Obviously, big buy implications for Frank. Frank is fighting for a bye week here. But also, Isaiah coming out of you know, like the draft, I truly didn't believe in him, and he's always proved me wrong this season so far. I love how active he's been in the chat. I think he's hilarious. Oh. Uh, obviously, the new guy in the league generally wins, so I think it would be funny if Frank loses to Isaiah. Isaiah jumps him in the rankings. Ooh. Isaiah gets the buy and then somehow wins playoffs. That would be wow. nuts, just generally speaking, storyline-wise. No kidding. Obviously, we're skipping a couple weeks in between here, but... Yeah, I just love love Josh Allen. Obviously, they're trying to downplay the elbow injury. I hope that's true for his sake. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like I said, I'm playing Josh Allen in other leagues, so I don't personally want him to do well, but I just feel like if he's going to do it, he probably will anyways. Yeah. Um, CEH is kind of, you know, whatever to me. Damian Pierce liked the pick. Adams had an insane week. Tyler Lockett's that guy most weeks. Disley never really convinced, but whatever. Cordero Patterson has been my guy forever. Love him to death. Glad Isaiah got him. I really wanted him. Really disappointed I don't have him, but I'm rooting for him anyways. And then, you know, on Frank's side, you know, Kurt, Kurt Cousins, not not a fan, but I'm glad he's doing well. Perk. Saquon, insane. Kenneth, insane. Christian Kirk has his weeks. Olave's doing okay. Kyle Pitts is back, but he's not really a name to really throw around uh, in a positive way more concerned that Frank is missing big parts of his team in Joe Mixon, T Higgins and the Patriots defense, which is why I think Isaiah is probably going to come away with this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just feel like, you know, in terms of just good players to have on a team, Joe Mixon and T Higgins are both probably flirting wide receiver one wide receiver two. Same thing with Mixon, probably flirting like RB one RB two. Especially after last week, you know, it, it must start in pretty much all leagues at this point. Mm-hmm. And Patriots defense has been insanely good this season. You know, it definitely carrying them to most of their wins. And even from a fantasy perspective, they scored almost 30 points last week. They scored over 20 points multiple times this season. I think twice this season they've done that. And then a couple games over like 10 or 15 points. You know, I it's just it's going to be tough not having them. And so just looking at it, you've got, you know, Giants defense against Houston will probably be good for them. Jason Myers, you know, whatever. Uh, Again, he's playing in Germany, so I don't even know how the team's going to play as a whole. But, um, yeah, I I just feel like it would be cool to see Isaiah win. Not because I want to see Frank lose, but because Frank was just talking about being the guy that always busts win streaks. So I think it would be funny that the guy that he brought into the league busts his own win streak, you know. so Wow. Just story-wise, I think it's funny that they both work together. They're both two of the best teams in the league. It's definitely going to be an explosive matchup, even with Frank missing all those players. And, uh, yeah, nobody wants to see a guy go on a huge winning streak right before playoffs. Mm -hmm. So I think a loss to Frank would be big for all of us. That's huge. I mean, I I don't think – 
I could have set up the narrative any better than that. I you just you won me over. I'm gonna take Isaiah as well. Absolutely beautiful, beautiful matchup, wow. beautiful week of football. Can't wait. I'm I'm also excited for this matchup. Um, we might see a Clyde edwards hilaire revenge game. Frank traded his ass, Ooh. but uh, <laughs> what would in return it would be a uh, Christian Kirk revenge game for Isaiah. So who knows? Um, wow. You guys know Christian Kirk and Tyler Lockett are the nine and ten ranked wide receivers this year. Crazy. Uh, Adam is Lockett sick. more surprises me than Christian Kirk does because I have Kirk and I know he has been explosive in games where he's getting a lot of targets. He just had like quiet weeks in between those, but it is shocking that he's that high. I would yeah. think him more as like a 15 to 20 guy, mm-hmm. but that is pretty cool. That whole team has just been way like a huge surprise and in the greatest way. I love that Seattle's good this year. That's such a great storyline for right. the NFL, but Josh Allen's hurt. That's big, um, and I think definitely it's going to hurt his performance. Like, I'm with you guys, or I guess, Matt, you were anti-Josh Allen earlier, but mm-hmm. I, I think it's actually going to affect him, this injury. So, like, that worries me. I don't really like Clyde that much. I do think, like, obviously Frank's got the running backs locked down. He wins that matchup. Saquon, Ken Walker, even without Mixon, killer, killer room. But obviously Isaiah with Devontae and Lockett, takes the cake on Kirk and Olave. Also good, yeah. but just not nearly as good. Mm-hmm. Tight ends yeah. probably a wash, but like flexes kind of mail on both sides, but I'll take Isaiah. I think I'm gonna go with Frank just because I think his running backs are just so strong and the rest of his team yeah. is solid enough. But it's really close either way. I could see it. Um and I'm actually rooting for Frank loss. Ooh, good man. Personally. Yeah, like, I, I mean, would rather I think him anybody get the for the rankings. Yeah, I, I feel like all top league players want Frank yeah. probably lose because that puts us a lot closer to, you know, those higher playoff spots. Obviously, I think I'm probably out of contention for a bye week unless I go on an insane win streak to end the year. I feel like the people who are most within it are the players who are in the top four right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, Dalton is obviously within reach. Nick, you're within reach. Isaiah's within reach. And Frank's within reach. So, yeah. With the Dalton loss and with the Frank loss, that would be big oh, for huge. you and Isaiah. Can't wait. You know, obviously it would be good for me too if I win this week and Morgan loses just for, you know, seeding. You know, I don't really want to play Nick in playoffs. That would be kind of shitty. Um, you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. But yeah, if if Nick could get the buy, that would be cool. And then you know, if I play, you know, potentially. Um, I almost beat Dalton from what I remember earlier in the season. So, um, Dude, yeah, I, I just every opening playoff round. That's an easy. Yeah, dub. so that's I, I, I think that's a bye week in itself. Plan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we'll we'll see how it goes. But I'm definitely, I, I think there's a lot of fun things going on this week. Specifically, I think this matchup is going to be really fun to watch. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubts on that at all. Um. Gosh, what a great week of fantasy football we have. We've got some huge matchups. Guys, I don't know if you know this or not, but we have four more weeks of regular season fantasy football after this week. I mean, it's crazy. just crazy how fast time flies. Um I mean, it's it's yeah, what a it's been the season has been a movie so far. I think we can all agree that um, you know, can only do as well as your shit commission will allow you to do um, in terms of scheduling and whatnot. But uh, really, just been a blast so far. I, I I I can't wait, can't wait. Especially for for 
how much of a shakeup this week is going to cause, considering if Dalton and Frank do get a loss. Um, I mean, that's just going to shake things up. And the midfield, like I had brought up earlier, is is, is also in for a pretty big shakeup this week. So um, cannot wait whatsoever. Matt, it's been an absolute pleasure. This has by far been uh, the longest podcast episode we have done ever uh, at an hour wow. and 44 running so far. So no. absolutely amazing. Yeah. What a blast. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Um, do you have any parting thoughts? Anything that you uh, want to say? Um, anything anything on your mind whatsoever? Uh, yeah, closing thoughts would probably be, um, you know, if anybody's going to be upset about schedule, it should probably be you. True. Um, you know, like fifth in scoring, but fourth in most points against, but you're still you know, hanging in there at three and six. If you win this week, you'll be four and six. Yeah. Morgan loses. She's four and six. You know, Tanner loses. He's four and six. It's definitely going to be an exciting end to the year. I feel like the Algier pickup was great. The Kenny mm. Drake pickup was great. Mm. Very good waiver wire acquisition. So mm. like I said, you're doing everything you can to keep your team in a winning position. Uh, Nick, most points against, especially against a very hard schedule which is very scary, you know, from anybody else looking at your team. Um, and you're still a very high seed. You know, if you, again, continue to play well, you're probably going to end within the top three. Um, you know, so that's exciting to see. Um, yeah, just uh, excited to be in the league. Uh, thanks for having me on the podcast. Um, it'll be an exciting week coming up. Aww. Sorry for all the notes. Obviously, I took a lot, so I had a lot to say. Hey, so, uh, yeah, we, we, love. we can wrap up if you guys are ready. Ah, we no. I mean, we we love it. We love having you on. Uh, sorry, we didn't get the chance to get you on last year. Shit happens. Whatever. Hey, uh, look at us now. Hey, who would who would have yeah. thought? Not me, man. Not <laughs> yeah. me. It, and Matt, on on your team, I think you you got a great team too. So like, don't count yourself out. Obviously, with the uh, you're like your solid points scored. You don't have the wins right now to be in the top four, but I think you're still in contention for a bye. You could get hot. Like your team is that good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're out. Just, uh, just got to rip week, off so. a couple wins. So. Yeah, exactly. we'll, we'll see. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Appreciate you so much. Uh, good luck, everybody. Have a have a great week of fantasy football. Um, I hope you win your matchups. Um, unless, uh, well. Unless you're who I'm playing, so get out of here. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, get sorry, out of here, Sam. Sam. I'm get rooting for right. Sam, though. Hey, go yeah. fuck yourself. All right. Hey, have a good have a good week, ten everybody. Trade deadlines in a couple weeks, so get your trades in. Hope you win your weeks. Have a good uh, November. See ya. See you next week. Bye. Go team. Go team.